0: Testing, testing one, two, three. As I was saying, uh, I could not go through this month uh, that the world has celebrated more and is celebrating more than other more important months, uh, the so called Homosexual Pride Month. And I could not sit down and not preach the gospel each and every day through hot June. And where we are in the wilderness, I am literally preaching from the wilderness by the grace of God in a wonderful place, wonderful place. And I thank God for this place. I sit on a hill, and so I can preach to the world from here. Uh, and even though uh, my body may be weary, and maybe don't, uh, uh, and uh, my wife. I might be saying on her breath why don't you curse God and die and uh, trying to hinder my preaching the gospel I by the grace of God my uh Two baby uh, children and I have enjoyed uh, a great Father's Day week serving the Lord in hot June. And as is the case in the wintertime when Jack Frost talks to you uh, and and makes you change things around, This kind of heat, Texas heat, uh, will make you uh, dance a little bit, too, and make you change things around, and uh, make you do things early in the morning, or late in the evening. It's all right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, whether you know it or not, you need this. We all need this. We need prayer. We need the reading of the word of God. Pure gold. Pure gold. Just a pure unadulterated word of God. And let God do what he wants to do. I know that there are many pastors and preachers who listen to me and i thank god for you and i thank god that you listen and you and, and and some of you are humble and you do what you need to do and so tonight i thank god that and i'm going to try to be as brief as i can about this i thank god almighty that the southern baptists Convention, uh, followed the Lord and gave a non-Southern Baptist a major leadership position and I hope that you all make sure that you pay him as well because he, he, he deserves that. Double honor, Dr. Tony Evans, is playing a major role in a major area for not only the Southern Baptist Convention, but the, for the nation. And, 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 they are very wisely hooking up things to his system that's already in place. And, um, show because he's a man who knows the times and they need to listen to him and not try to push him to do stuff that he's not going to do. He's not. So let me just say something to Mr. Litton. Now if you try to make this racial harmony ministry thing like Black Lives Matters and abuse black people and use black folk to bring in LGBTQ homosexuals like this nation has done, the government has done. Black Lives Matters has done, then I, I, I want to tell you up front, Dr. Tony Evans is as nice as you are. He has a loving pastor's heart. Uh, but he, I don't, I don't even know him that well, but I do know the God in him. I do know the Bible in him. He's not going to roll with that. So. I'm telling you right now, don't try to roll that on him, because he, he he he's a very nice guy, but he will walk out the door, Mr. Linton, Mr. Linton, and the other former vice, the other former president of Southern Baptist Convention, the black guy, I forget his name, uh, Luther. he already Luthor already knows that Tony. Evans will march <laughs> very lovingly. He won't make a fuss, you just won't see him. It's, it's not because I know him like that. I know the God in him. See, I know I know that. I know he I have I have no doubt about it. He's not gonna compromise on that. So don't pull that man Lytton who has been tainted to by Andy Stanley and Greer and others, so I just want to just say that right from the start, okay, so, okay, leave him alone, and let him le- do what he tells you to do, because evidently, you don't know what you are doing, Mr. Litton, that's why you're not the president of the Southern Baptist Convention, uh, but the Southern Baptist, I do love, what I do love about the Southern Baptist Convention people, they can be very gracious. Now they, even in the process of lynching you, they can be very gracious. <laughs> They're very good at it, and 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 I don't believe it's an, you know I don't believe it's an act, but there's some Southern Baptist pastors that they I guess they train them at their seminary to put on that true I mean it's it's, it's very real concern look about you, you know, and loving kind of loving towards you. But uh, that pastoral look at you, It look, and and I don't believe they go somewhere and laugh about it. I believe they train these pastors to do this. I believe, and they look at you very with well, a very knowing that you're wrong, and knowing that they don't really care for you, and they are trying to lynch you at the same time. But uh, they got you. But they gonna look at you like this. The head is tilted like this. That, that pastoral. And I, I, I believe it's real. I believe it's sincere. But anyway, uh, they, 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 did, they did what I told them to do. I told them that they don't need to do, excuse the bad English, they don't need to do nothing without consulting with this man of God. He's meek, he's humble, he's loving, he has a pastor's heart, but he has a prophet's heart too. And he's not. See, You say, well, do you know him personally? Have y'all sat down and t- no, we don't need to. We don't even want to do that. Because it'll mess up what God has done. Okay? We don't even want to do that. And we, we, we don't run in the same circles. And we probably would not even like each other. We love each other in the Lord, but we would probably not even like each other. There's some things we would... You know, He's not going to agree with everything How I do things And I'm not going to agree with everything How he does things But I do know he's a man of God I do know the God who is in him I do know the Jesus who is in him I do know the Holy Spirit who is in him And I do know the word of God who is in him See, you don't understand When you get the word of God so deeply into you like that There's things you can't do ah, You don't understand, do you? There's some things you can't do. There's some things you're not going to do when you get the fear of God in you. Like that. Okay? And and, and when you are a man who knows the times like Dr. Tony Evans, my beloved, there's some things, areas, and danger zones he's not going in. And I'm telling you, when he sees God, when he, when he sees God exit he's exiting. it's not because he hates you he's not mad at you he still loves you he really wants to work with you. I'm shocked that he's willing to do it. so you better pay him Just like you're paying these other people out here. it's consultants millions of dollars you ought to, you get me a give me a final fee or something. Make sure you pay them well, like you pay the other people who are now not even in the ministry. Okay, let me switch over from the evangelical Southern Baptist, my my people. I love them. They, they, they they're in bad shape <laughs> because, of, like like Dr. Tony's Tony ever said, because from the poor pet. We're in bad shape because of the pulpit in the churches. Huh? People have not preached the word. These pastors and preachers. Now, let me switch over very quickly. This is all by divine revelation. I have no notes before me. I'm just telling you what I believe uh, God has told me to tell you. And I've already done some of this in writing. I didn't mess with Lytton today in writing. I didn't say anything. Because. uh, I don't want them to say. Well we did what you said. Now look at you still saying some things. I'm just telling you. Don't do that. Because when he sees. God's word is not being respected. God is going to the exits. As he says. I don't understand all of that right now. But that's what he said. He's going to be fighting exit too, you won't see him. You try to pull that foolishness, that Black Lives Matters foolishness, co-opting homosexuality in the civil rights movement. Oh, have you lost your mind? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. didn't die for homosexuality. He died for civil rights for black folk and white folk and red folk and yellow folk. Dr. Tony Evans uh, has uh, God raised him up after Dr. King died to carry it further. He been, this is not this is not his first rodeo. I mean, you yeah, he's been doing this for years. You finally. Do what you should have done a long time ago, and you need to go all the way with it, Mr. Lytton and Mr. Luther. Let him lead it. Let whatever he tells you to do, you need to do that. And all and don't try to you know, how some of you southern baptist or all your southern baptists this is a southern baptist thing, I know that. He's not Southern Baptist, he's independent. But he loves you. And he sees your potential. Alright. So. uh Do what he tells you to do. Let, let him lead it. I know something about this. Let him lead it. And do what he tells you to do. You better like to vote for everything. We know. Uh-uh. No vote no voting no get together all them people y'all named. some of them. We don't know who they are Some of them uh, been influenced by Andy Stanley the the false prophet. I Don't give you like it or not. See he's not gonna say this. That's not his role. This is my role Huh Don't be voting for stuff now on that committee no voting, <laughs> no voting. Okay, no more. You don't need that, Mister Linton. Let's vote. I know how slick y'all be voting. Yet you've already uh, uh, greased somebody's hand, and uh, he's gonna vote for this. And let's see what Doctor Tony Evans, the Daniel of our time, see what he's gonna do when when we all vote. That we ought to include homosexuals in this this harmony thing. The devil is a liar. so I'm telling you to your face tonight. Do not do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you. Not the nice, kind, loving Tony, smiling Tony Evans. He's not gonna. he go along with us. You know. He's he's he. He's one of us. No. You don't know him. Because you don't know God. You people don't know God, Mr. Litton. You don't know God. You don't know what time it is. So he's above you all because he knows the time. He does not know I'm saying this. He does not want me to say this. I know that he does not like some things I say in the way I say them. We don't talk about it. We just do what we do. I'm just telling you up front. Don't do that. Now, He, hopefully, he he's had his men, his people to let you know now. <laughs> I believe he I, I'm almost certain he may do it. But. He'll have his people to, to, to write up some things for you now and let you know what I'm not going to roll with. Because he knows you people. How y'all like to vote. And how y'all like to... Uh, y'all, it's a political machine. And th- that needs to cease, by the way. Alright, that's number one. Number two, let me deal with this right here. Uh, Dr. T.D. Jakes. Dr. Joel Osteen. Uh, you need to sit Dr. John Grey down for real okay just, I mean just, just do it. You call him up and it's, it's done. you're done right now son. Don't use my name with what you're doing, man. you know uh, now you can come back to my church and sit down somewhere and and stay seated. take several seats. Bring your family, let us love on them, have your church give you a year payment or whatever, but turn the church over to a godly man who is not an adulterer, a serial adulterer and fornicator. And pray and ask God to help you save your marriage and your family. <coughs> Pardon me. If I know Aventa, she's not with that. She's not with that. And, and, and she will walk. So you need to pray hard, son, to save your, 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 your marriage. Because she's the best thing that ever happened to you in your life outside of Jesus and your children. Who look just like you. Okay. Let, go home to Joel Osteen. They will love you. They will look after you. But do not try to get. Don't let him get into ministry of any kind. No, no Wednesday night services. No special Saturday services. None of that. Sit down. Come to church. Sing. praise the Lord. Sit down go through years of counseling due to your uh, child molestation. And let me say something about child molestation. I thank God I was never molested. So I don't know about that. I do know it is an industry among some people who they tap into that hurt and they use people for their own uh, benefit. Okay, there are people who specialize in uh, once folks are grown, in in in, in somehow attracting. It's like a, they got a magnet towards each other, and if they're in power, they they pull you in and accept you because there's a place of hurt in them that is in you, and somehow you all connect. I don't want to get into all of that. And then they'll, they'll, they'll use you and make you famous. And then you can't handle it and you fall down. And then they'll nowhere to be found. So I, I'm not in the child molestation uh, uh, industry. That has been created in this wicked, sick nation. So I don't know. I thank God I was not. Molested as a child, so I don't know anything about that. I do know this Somehow I do know this you are going to be messed up for life If you were molested as a child in any way shape form or fashion Especially if you're going to do like John Gray and wait for 15 years before you tell your mother that a man right outside the door put his penis in your four-year-old mouth. Now that's what he just said. That is unforgettable. And so God has blessed my wife and I with seven children, and I have asked my wife, has she ever been molested? Yes, sir, I have. Because, see, that kind of hurt will lead you to where John Gray is today talking about suicide, talking crazy. You know, he's not well. And this is a cry. What John Gray just did on Instagram is a cry out for help. And if he does not get help from, supposedly, unless he don't tore down the bridges between him and himself and Joel Osteen and T.D. Jakes. Uh, If if that's the case, he needs to go see Dr. Tony Evans, If, and he would probably have to see some of his men, because he really doesn't have the time to, at this point, to, to take that on. There will be, uh, I'm sure, an initial meeting that he can help you with, and then he can turn you over to some people who have been trained at Dallas Theological Seminary in counseling and this, that, and the other, and help you through. And he will, he will make sure you sit down. There will be no ministry, and that's where you you might need to go to somebody else. <clears throat> And uh, Dr. Evans is friends with Dr. Jakes and Dr. Joel Osteen. Uh, and they will mind, and they probably will be behind it and, and support it. <coughs> and, and 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 will th- will believe that you, you will get some help, uh, uh, John Gray. That he will get some help. He needs he needs some help, he needs to get out of the pulpit. Needs to get out of the ministry, needs to get out of trying to run a church or two, and he does not need to start another ministry for men called When Lions Gather. I love the title. But because at this point, it would be like kittens, when, the, when kittens gather. I really, the way he's talking on that Instagram. Nobody needs to be talking like that, period, especially a pastor over hundreds of people. So, uh, I assume Dr. Osteen, Joel Osteen, you're still his pastor, call him, get him down there with you. You have the money. You have the connections to get him under serious counseling, marriage counseling. He does not need to be in the ministry anywhere right now. This comes from, and how you know how we found out? This comes from secular people who are not really uh, connected to the church. Black Enterprise Magazine. We ran the article in Black Christian News we, that, that we got from Black Enterprise Magazine. Secular magazines are reporting about this. Because we in the Christian world, in the church, we're thinking that most people have enough sense not to be trying to uh, have sex with a, uh, a dancer, a, 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 a inter- adult uh, entertainer, and telling her that, and sending her money, and telling her that he's going to buy a house for her and buy her a car with, I guess, with church money. No. We, I mean, those of us who are saved, we're we thinking that we, we, we got enough chastisement and rebuke on us to be doing something foolish like that. So something is wrong somewhere. Somewhere. And if he had burned the bridges between Dr. Jakes and Dr. Osteen, let some, some other pastor who loves him and sees his potential, call him in and put some real brothers around him. Uh, And get him calmed down and try to save his marriage and family. Okay, that's number two. Uh, And I would do number three uh, tonight. But uh, I may do it another time. I'll touch on it. As you know, the Southern Baptist Convention finally has a new uh, president. And that's good. At least Lytton is out. You see how how is that he's still on a committee and And working on a committee and this, that, and the other thing, that's just the generosity and the uh, gentlemaness and the graciousness of the Southern Baptist Convention. People. As Russell Moore said, there are some bad ones, like in every group, but over 80% of the people are good people, like he is. He's a good person. I believe he's a good churchman, and I, 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 I know he's relieved in some areas, but uh, I know it pained him, and I, and I congratulate him, I, I commend him, rather, that he didn't say anything throughout the whole process, publicly, of all of the Southern Baptist Convention stuff, and I, I, I'm sure that it was tough. For him to watch everything. Because these are his people. And he left. He had to leave. He, I mean he left. On his own. Uh, that's just the graciousness. Of the Southern Baptist people. That I've I've learned about. And know about too. They've been good to me. So I'm not mad at anybody. But you got to do the right thing man. That's so, uh, all. I, I ain't mad at you. I, 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 thank, I thank God for you. You've been good to me. And to my family. And you know it. Okay. So. But anyway. We have a new president. I'm just going to touch on this. And move on. Bob Barber. Seemed to be a good guy. Pastor of a small church. Not a mega church. He may differ. On that. Come to find out. He said that. Uh, Some time ago that if you have been saved by the gospel. uh, You will not go to hell even though you are a serial homosexual. Well that type of sociology is what has messed up. That is the doctrine of salvation is what has messed up. Uh, the Southern Baptist Church and the National Baptist Church and all of evangelicalism and you must understand evangelicalism is an umbrella Christian name that covers all of these people because they are the intelligentsia of Christianity. They are the uh, Pharisees and Sadducees of our time. Some are saved, many are saved. Some maybe not saved. But they, when I say they're the ones who write the traditions, along with the Bible. Okay. The reason why they have a far far... you don't, you don't, you don't want it. You have to take them seriously because, and the reason why I rebuke them as a whole and individually, because. They influence all of Christianity, even the Catholic Church. They influence the charismatic movement, and the charismatic movement movement has influenced them. See? <clears throat> anyway, that is not going to work, my beloved. If he truly believes that, that so we're giving him some time to uh, either deny that statement or change that statement. Because you will not stay an adulterer, a fornicator, a racist, a drunkard if you're truly born again and saved. Because one or two things will happen God will chastise it out of you, you will grow out of it, or you will die in it. Because God does not play. Jesus Christ said, If you love me, keep my commandments at some point that's going to cease if you are a born again child of God you will not cannot live in adultery you will not cannot live in homosexuality you will not cannot live in drunkenness you will not cannot live in fornication if you are born again if you're saved okay Okay, now, now that's not happening, not, not in God's economy. So anyway, God loves you and so do I. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends and foes, And yes, even foes in the family. Uh, This, and foes in the family. That's right. And to the standing between the living and the dead. And it is a privilege to be standing in between the living and the dead. In other words, it is a privilege to still be alive. And don't you forget that. Because you could be dead yourself. (coughs) Prayer, devotional, uh, memorial, family, and evangelistic service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White the third, the son of Daniel White Jr., who was my greatest fan, if you will, my dad. It was a shock to him that I got saved and as soon as I got saved I began to love and appreciate my dad who I hated with a passion, as many of you know, because he was a preacher. And my mother was a preacher, and so I carried his name, and it, that was not good for business. For the whoring around business, and the jam jam uh, boogie business, flashlight, confunction, the emotions, you understand, stroll lights, disco nights, and all of that. That was not good for business. It was not good for business for robbing stores of beer, uh, which we thought they should give it to us free, and that was not good for business. And so... But after I got born again, December the 19th, 1979, uh, my life dramatically changed. And you're looking at a man who used to tell his friends and buddies, who used to kid him. He would cur- I would curse and swear, I'm talking about him in the third person. I would curse and swear that I would never be a preacher like my dad. I, I was a nasty devil. But in church, because my mother, who did not play, one of those mothers, she was old school mother, did not play, she made us go to church. And uh, very matter of a fact, matter, very matter of fact, rather. Say, oh, oh, you don't want to sing in the choir? You don't want to go to church? Okay. Well, yeah, I guess you don't want to go to a football practice. I guess you don't want to play uh, on the football team, huh? Did I, I can't hear. I, I, what, I say what now? I can't hear anything. So I sung in the choir Had to go to practice in the choir uh, uh, That's a night, uh, that's a practice I had to miss a football practice Oh Well you can't sing in the choir On Sunday if you don't practice on Tuesday So I mean so you just won't be going to the practice will you Because uh, you won't be playing on Friday night Friday night lights uh, I, 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 you need to, don't explain to me what you want going to do. You need to explain to your coach what you want to do. Because you're going to be in the quiet box. Or no football at all. That was it. There's was no, no discussion. <clears throat> and I was a black devil at the time. For real. I didn't have a problem talking back to my father, but I didn't do that with my mother because I knew she was not playing. Anyway. I'm so glad that uh, we had, my dad and I enjoyed a good relationship before he went to heaven and I made peace with him and, uh, and uh, it's been uh, a joy since I have been saved. Now my beloved, Uh, This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the chronological Bible, episode number 567, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. The present and the future. And as Christians, we have a great future. Don't you ever forget it. Oh, it's, it, 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 you may be experiencing a little bit of hell today with this heat and all that comes with it, inflation and high gas prices and all of that. All right, but that's just a little taste of what hell is like. God is allowing a little foretaste for people to understand how bad it's going to be in the future. This, things are going to get worse. I've been trying to tell you that, you don't want to believe me. Today we are reading Proverbs chapter 3 verses 11 through 20. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, it is Friday night, and it's so good to be here with you and with your people. And Lord, I thank you for my uh, daughter uh, Daniqua Grace, who is uh, helping us with making sure that everything is showing up well around the world, which is, this technology is mind-blowing to me, what you have wrought. And Holy Father God, I do pray, uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, grant me your energy, strength, unction, and anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Word, to preach your Holy Gospel. Thank you, Lord. I do not call it a monologue because these are things that you have put on my heart to say. I thank you for, if you'll allow me to call it tonight, or uh, refer to it. Well, prophetical thoughts, I guess. Um. Uh, Uh, the things that you have laid on my heart to warn uh, your church, people who uh, people who I believe have the right doctrine and who may not be doing the right things and so Lord thank you for leading me to address three different things here tonight with great liberty and great freedom extemporaneously and uh, without any notes speak to the hearts of the people who are here to do what is good and necessary. Thank you so much for what the Southern Baptist Church leaders have done in hiring on an outsider but a true man of God, Dr. Tony Evans one of your choice servants thank you Lord for keeping him alive this far even though his dear wife is up there with you in heaven, which is very painful to him, it shook him Uh, like nothing else But he is holding on By your grace and doing well and so Holy Father God Help him to help them now Lord we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Hallowed be your name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven We praise you and we thank you for those of us who are saved for your love, your grace, and your mercy, your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us on this friday night lord we praise you and we thank you for salvation spiritual family life financial material protection and provision mental and physical blessings that you bestowed upon us down through the years by your power and might through your holy son the lord jesus christ and by the faith that you put in our hearts in you for those of us who are saved by your grace we individually hopefully collectively, confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults. Wash and cleanse our hearts, our minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the blood of Christ from all ungodliness, all unrighteousness, of word, thought, indeed, deed, and attitude Lord God, in heaven, I still pray earnestly for my wife, Marika White, who is here uh, uh, serving tonight and set up most of what is going on tonight by herself. Uh, And Lord, I do pray, however, that she would not just continue to be religious, but lost. And... uh, Uh, and not consistent, not faithful in her attitude, her spirit, her obedience. Uh, Lord, uh, help her to become a true blue Christian uh, and become a dependable saint that you can depend upon and we can depend upon to maintain a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. I pray that she would humble herself and come to me as she did by herself and on her own when her two daughters, two oldest daughters, were leaving and moving on to live together on their own. Uh, It broke her down like I have never seen before. And uh, she became humble for the first time and asked me for permission. To address the family and to apologize to you, to me, and to her children, who quite frankly she did not show love to while they were growing up, did not hug them, did not want to hug them, I had to make her hug them, did not want to say I love you, even to this day. I warned her this year, I warned her last year, that the children that you let stay behind uh, for over seven years, or nearly seven years, over seven years, yeah, over seven years. Uh, you did that to help her to uh, and give her a chance to repent at what she had apologized for. She did not do so. I believe it is a salvation problem, and her pride is holding her back. And as I pray for her, Lord, I, I know from years of experience in preaching your holy gospel and hearing preaching down through the years, uh, the most transparent preachers are the ones who help people the most because there are thousands of folk who have family members like this. No matter how much they pray no matter how much they love on them no matter how much uh you they do for them they they, they're never behind the scenes they're not uh, the christian people that they appear to be in church in fact they can show more love for people in the church than they show for their own children own family members and so uh, after 34 years of this lord it needs to end for her own good And uh, she, no doubt, once she gets saved, she needs to apologize to her children again. My children need to know. My daughter, Danny, told me the other day something shocking that my wife did not tell me. She told me, presumably, uh, everything else that happened when her mother surprised us with a mother-in-law visit. that uh, uh, happened a few weeks ago. I saw Danny a few days after that, and my oldest daughter, Nanny, and she was very hurt and shocked. She told me that her mother d- said, told her the first time she had seen her in months probably years I didn't even recognize you, Danny. And uh, she was very hurt by that, and I, I, I had to tell her that well, You know, that's how your mother is. She's done that for years. And um, and then when I told my wife that that's what Danny said, uh, she had not told me that, and, and she was shocked that Danny had told me. That is, that's got the I mean that's a very painful and hurtful thing and I have had the same experience with my own mother who did not get in touch with me until my younger brother who she favored died did not wish me happy birthday until uh, my younger brother died so when I'm a big old tough fella it doesn't bother me I'm not fazed by that I'm used to that but for a daughter to hear that from a mother who she's trying to trying to be a christian my daughter danny is trying to be a christian about this whole thing Uh, that is very very ugly and very painful and so i pray lord that you would comfort my daughter's heart she has done well There's nothing else that she really can do. All of these children have done well as far as dealing with their mother. And uh, when they were younger and had pure hearts, they called me spontaneously the father and the mother. However, there's not a motherly bone in my body. I don't have a female side. And a daughter needs a mother and um, very much so just like a son needs a father so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would miraculously save her soul this has never really been done uh, in the history of the evangelical church uh, and so it's shocking to many people a husband Uh, Revealing that his wife is not perfect and wonderful and great and dandy Uh, That's anathema in the Evangelical Church Baptist Church all churches because If mommy ain't happy Ain't nobody happy is the philosophy of the church, which it should never be because she does not have that kind of power or authority And I know I have women who are mad at me and who are trying to hinder me and trying to use my family against me to stop me from not going along with the program that everybody wants me to go along with. Some high-powered people as well and uh, so I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would Continue to thwart their plots and their plans. Protect, Lord, my children from their evil plots and plans. Uh, uh, And give them your grace and your strength to stand. Uh, Even my baby daughter, Danielle, could see right through it. And uh, my baby son, Daniel, knows about it. And so, Lord, they can see right through it themselves. They know it's nothing but evil. Uh, And so I pray that you would save her soul and save everybody in our family. Have your Holy Spirit not to give them rest until they come to know you as Savior. And Lord, I'm 100% confident that she will get saved in a real sense. That somehow, even though most of her family has never laid aside that uh, pharistic Jamaican pride, I believe that she's going to do it. And you're already working in her heart. She told me so when her mother mother came by on a surprise visit. And uh, you gave her the grace to withstand... Uh, that satanic attack and uh, to the point of even surprising me uh, because of the work that you're doing in her heart and she told me and this is the first night she told me that uh, you Lord were working you were working in her heart and I, I, I know that you did because of what she said and and, uh, and what she did that day. So Lord, I pray that she will overcome that pride and come to know your Savior and then save those who are lost who are hearing me pray right now for my wife to get saved who has claimed to be saved (coughs) for over 40 plus years but no fruits of salvation. And that is the case in many people in the church, the Southern Baptist Church, the Bible Churches, the Charismatic Churches, uh, John Gray himself, may not even be saved. Uh, He's very gifted and very talented. But once we become, say, we may slip and fall, we may do some evil things in the early years of our uh, Christian lives and ministry, but it will not be a perpetual thing for born-again saved people. And, uh, and, and, and doing it over and over and over again is not uh, the evidence of true salvation. We all have sinned and f- failed and messed up, But we get up again, according to the songwriter and the song singer. We rise up again, and not only that, but according to your holy word. We don't stay in sin, we don't become hypocrites, acting one way around church folk, and uh, another way around our family. And with other devilish people. And so, Holy Father God, I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, have it all to come to pass. I believe in you. It's going to be a great victory. And uh, my children need to be healed by this message and by this prayer. I pray that you will heal them and help them to understand that uh, their mother was not saved, not born again, for no mother would do that. Uh, and they, under, they, they need to understand that, that people can be religious but lost. And the truth of the matter is some of them have adopted her mean, hateful spirit. So, Lord, I pray that you w- they would examine themselves and make sure that they're saved. Lord, I know my family does not like this. I, I pray for my mother. I pray for her mother. I Pray for her siblings. I pray for mine and all of our family members Lord who have been raised in the church served in the church believe that they're saved, but they're not Just like dr. Askold said the Southern Baptist there are hundreds of people who think that they're Christians But they're not and they're gonna go to hell and instead of saying Instead of hearing, well done, thou good and faithful servant. They will hear, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. The most frightening words, probably in your holy word. Now, Holy Father God, also I pray on this Friday night that it would be so. For this is the time of the week when the devil has kicked up through my wife And every now and then, uh, through a few others, Friday going into Saturday, Saturday going into Sunday. And Lord, when we were just preaching on Sunday and Wednesday, He would kick up uh, His heel, so to speak, through my wife and others, right before the services, right before uh, Wednesday came in, right before Sunday came in, starting on Saturday. And, and literally, Lord, as you know, as these children know, my wife would turn into a devil, turn into a witch. The only way that it, it, it could be explained is by uh, the fact that she was demon-possessed, demon-controlled. And that has, in, that has impacted the children and influenced the children. But they did great. By your grace, they, they uh, had typical teenage uh, things to deal with. However, Lord, the impact that you have caused us to have in this ministry, Lord, my, little, my, my children, help me tremendously to this very day. Help me to preach your holy gospel and your holy word every day to this very day. And Lord, I pray that you'll bless each and every one of them for it. You've already blessed my daughter, Danny, who was uh, the leader of the pack. She did way more than what she should have had to do. Uh, so same thing for my daughter, Danita. They both helped me raise these children. And so I don't mind them going to her house as they make a transition into uh, living on their own. Because she and my daughter, Danita, Danny and Anita, both helped me raise these children. Because their mother just didn't show up like she should have. And I pray that you will continue to bless them. You've already blessed my daughter, Danny and Anita, and my son, Daniel, because they continue to support the ministry even after they left. What a blessing. And of course, the devil and family members and others are mad at my preaching and uh, they're mad at my preaching against homosexuality and trying to turn uh, these wonderful children against me. Uh, And I thank you, however, that uh, they know better. Now, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, rebuke and bind the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias, Lord, from our family altogether, and cast these demon spirits out of my uh, wife, Marika White. Lord, help her not to, uh, and she's doing better right now. No doubt because of this exposure, and the devil hates exposure and light. Devilish people hate exposure, but that's not what this should be about. She knows me. She knows I'm sincere about this. She knows I've been praying for her like this for over 34 years when I found out that uh, she was just religious and not saved. And so I pray that she would make it real. Real on her own, not under any kind of duress or pressure. This is nothing new to her, nothing new to our children. And uh, she just needs to do it and lay aside that pride. She will probably be the first one in her family to do so. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray That in the meantime, you would drive the demons of hell out of her life. Lord, out of our family. And give us sweet victory over the world, the the flesh, and the devil. Place upon us the whole arm of God tonight. uh, And uh, throughout tomorrow, if there is a tomorrow for us. And uh, throughout Sunday. Father's Day. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for all of my children always giving me a great Father's Day down through the years. My daughter, Danny and and Anita are always fixing me great meals because I did not trust, could not trust my wife to do so all of the special holidays we've enjoyed my children participated in and made it great and lord this coming father's day my baby daughter danielle elizabeth brie love white i will be making my father's day meal and lord i'm excited about it we've already Bought some things, and Lord, I pray that uh, you will bless uh, our Father's Day. My son is helping helping me with the sermon, and I'm so pleased. My baby son, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And it would be wonderful if my wife got saved on Father's Day, uh I believe that's the really the weekend that uh it was on Father's day I forgot about that it was not on Mother's Day when she made that surprise uh, announcement and she asked me and her children to forgive her and we have uh, because of your grace your mercy and your love, your agape love forgiveness of other people even for years of painful activity is pretty easy because that's just that's just you that's your love it's not ours and so holy father god i pray that you would save those who are lost revive those who are saved heal those who are sick comfort those who are grieving all around the world lord there are people going through A whole lot, as you know, we commit all of them into your hands. That is one of the beauties and powers of of prayer. That we can pray to you about millions of people, and you know them all by name. And you know who, exactly who we're talking about, and you will move, and you have moved. We pray that you'll do it again. And uh, we pray that you'll draw them to yourself for salvation, because we know that you are not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance." Lord, I I thank you for allowing me to be in uh, this kind of situation before, where I'm praying about things, preaching on things, saying things, ahead of things that you're going to do. I don't know exactly what you're going to do here, In the near future, but something is happening because you have me saying things and doing things That I would not normally do. I was not thinking about this none of this everything I said tonight so far other than the introduction to uh, The reading of the scripture Lord as you know That was not in my heart not in my mind not in my spirit not in my soul Until I donned the pulpit And you just said, say this say this say this number three and pray this and pray this way and don't worry about the time all you're going to do is eat and uh, and and get into your afterglow and uh, relax and take it easy and all of that is all you're going to do anyway so just go ahead on and do take time take your time and so i thank you for that lord i give you the glory the praise and the honor please lift up your holy name. We're not even worthy to do so, as you know. Lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, by our feeble little efforts. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. My friends, do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? The greatest privilege of my life is to introduce you to Jesus. To persuade you, to encourage you, to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. In the church and out of the church. John Gray, if you're not born again, sir, if you're not saved, you're a gifted preacher. You're a gifted man. You have a charismatic, a true charismatic A gift from God, Uh, but you may not be born again, sir. You might need to get saved because this is not the pattern. You have too much biblical knowledge. You showed that even in this last Instagram video, sir. You're pulling up scriptures in context. Just like Tony Evans, Dr. Tony Evans has that ability and can quote it book and chapter and verse all that right there. That's a gift from God. Plus some hard study. But born again Christians, they may fall seven times but they'll rise up again. You might need to examine yourself, sir. Uh, and see whether or not you'll be in the faith with all that you're doing. Don't worry about it. Lay aside your pride and get saved tonight yourself. Makes no difference whether or not you're a preacher. It makes no difference what people think about you. You said that yourself in the Instagram. You're beyond that. So get saved. Get born again. If that's what you need to do, And sit down somewhere for a while. And if that's the case, my dear friends and my dear friend. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner if you want to be saved. You've got to admit you are a sinner. And that you have broken God's law. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody the Pope Yes, even Joel Osteen who I talked about earlier tonight included in my What some would call a monologue? I'm gonna see if this a monologue is biblical Probably not <laughs> My Christian monologue God lead on my heart to share with you, but uh, T.D. Jakes is a sinner, and he's humble enough to admit it. John Gray, a sinner, Oprah, a sinner. Uh, Everybody, the Dalai Lama, we're all sinners, nobody's perfect. And, and feel sorry for people who think they are. They're ignorant. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, except the fact that there is a penalty for sin. There is a punishment for sin always, my dear friends. Always, 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 always. Nobody gets away with sin. I don't, I don't know what you're thinking. Nobody. You may think you are. Always remember that God said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. Don't you worry about it. If the judges miss you, the police officers miss you, they're not God. If your wife has been deceived by you, your husband has been deceived by you, don't you worry about it. Don't you try to get vengeance. Vengeance is mine. I will repay. Nobody gets away with sin. All sin has got to be paid for. Either you're going to pay for it in hell, or you're going to trust Christ who has already paid for all of our sins. That is the good news of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Romans 6 23, for the wages of sin is death. My beloved, you're going to die. I'm going to die. That's why life insurance is a big business, because they know you're going to die, and you ought to know that you're going to die. And, and And I'm telling you tonight the reason why you're going to die. If you must go and do something, you you go ahead on and do it. Because I'm just going, I'm going to take my time. Uh, I'm gonna take my time. This is important. And if God will allow you to die because of your sins, your sinful nature, your sinful choices, then God will allow you to go to hell for your sinful nature and your sinful choices. Make no mistake about it. I I have to, I have to. God wants me to say it like this to you because you have the wrong, many of you have the wrong idea about God that somehow you're going to get by even though you have never gone by the cross and believed in his Son, Jesus Christ, like he said. God is very loving, so loving, he gave up his Son, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish in hell, because that's where you're going. But have everlasting life. If you believe in Jesus Christ. That's love for you. And that's all he's going to do. See. Some of you are looking around for God to do something else. He's not doing anything else. That's it. See. I have to help you understand that God is loving, but I want you to understand he loves you so much if your choice is to sin against him and do the evil you want to do uh, and love darkness more than light, you're going to go to darkness in the flames of hell. He's going to give you what you evidently want. But if you don't want that, and you want to get saved from hell and go to heaven, He's already taken care of that for you. Now you need to take care of it and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in a real sense. See? See, the problem that irreligious people have with the church is the foolishness of pastors committing adultery, child molestation, raping of women, homosexuality, and everything else. But they should not let hypocrites in the church block them from Jesus, because Jesus never did anything like that in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Jesus Christ never sinned and really thought, deed. This is about you believing in him, not in John Gray, not in Daniel White, not in T.D. Jakes, not in Joel Osteen, not in all of the perverted pastors in the Southern Baptist Convention who have been uh, exposed and those who have not been exposed, not only in the Southern Baptist Convention, but every Christian convention in the world. Don't look at them. Someone said a long time ago, if a hypocrite is between you and God, he's closer to God than you are. Don't let that happen. The hypocrite is the worst sinner. Because he's trying to use God as a cloak for his sin. Irreligious people are not doing that. They're just lost and they're just out jam, jam, boogie, boogie, don't even know they're going to hell like I was. So, my beloved, third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell, the burning hell. According to the words of Jesus Christ, and all four uh, gospel books, Jesus Christ preached more on the burning hell than uh, all of the prophets and all of the apostles combined. He preached more on hell, sad to say, than all of the thousands of preachers living today. More solidly and more firmly than anybody else. One of the reasons for that is he created hell for the devil and his angels. Oh, he didn't create hell for us. No, he did not create hell for us. But if you act like the devil, look like the devil, talk like the devil, be mean like the devil, sin like the devil, and hate Jesus Christ like the devil, you will be going to hell with the devil. The devil, Jesus Christ said, is the father of lies. And some of you lie so much you believe the lies yourself. Jesus Christ said in Mark 9, 43 through 48, And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, Leads you uh, to Sylvia's house who, who you're not married to. Leads you to Bo Peep's house who you're not married to. To sin against God and to sin against yourself. Hey, listen to me very carefully. You need to understand something. When you sin against God, my friends, you sin against yourself. You, you offend God and you offend yourself. The reason why God hates sin is not to crimp your style, not to uh, keep you from having fun. Let me tell you something. Once you get saved, my friend, uh, the sensitivities on the inside of you, you will enjoy some of the smallest things, big time. Go listen to me. Going out early in the morning to see the sunrise is a party <laughs> for the Christian. You understand what I'm saying to you? Huh? You haven't heard about being high spiritually speaking? It is the greatest high on earth, man. A, a, a alcohol high, you go up, you're going to come down. A drug high, go up, and you come down, you might be dead. There's no high like the Christian high. The sensitivities are heightened, and, and, and everything, you appreciate everything. You're glad about everything. You, you, you thank God even for trouble and, and, and heat and cold. You thank God for it all. And you enjoy it. Because you have joy and you have peace, that pass all understanding, and joy unspeakable. These are things you cannot buy at CVS, hmm? my beloved. These are things you cannot buy at Walgreens or Walmart or Kmart or Target or no place else. You can't buy them. You don't have enough money. So get saved tonight, and get really high, and stay high. See, that's the salvation high. Once you trust Christ as Savior, you don't have to look for a high anymore. Some of you people, you look for a high every day. We saw some pictures, I think, out in California, Uh, no, no, in Portland. Whether the, the, the people have legalized dangerous drugs people falling out all in the streets shaking that that you don't want that do you? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved Jesus Christ said Cut it off it is better for thee to enter heart into life than having two feet to be cast into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. Don't let your feet take you to the drug house. Let your feet take you to the cross and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. Even you, John Gray, you, you should be victorious over all of this by now. And maybe you're out of your place. You you might need to get back into the role of the second man and not the first man. Something is wrong somewhere. Examine yourself and see whether or not you be in the faith. Where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. That is the place of hell. Uh, The maggots never die. The flames never go out. And if thine eye offend thee, plug it out, plug it out, plug it out, it is better for thee. The heat is on and the women are coming out of their clothes. Be careful men, control your eye, like Job said. I will not look upon a maid And you can only do that with the help of Jesus Christ. If you're lusting your eyeballs out, like John Gray said he was still looking at pornography, if you're lusting your eyeballs out, you may not be saved. You don't have uh, the control of the Holy Spirit controlling you. And just because you you, are the... Your Christianity does not match up to biblical Christianity. Don't blame the Bible. Don't blame God. Don't blame Jesus. You can overcome One good thing that dr. John Gray said I'm I take full responsibility That's what uh, a Christian should do don't be blaming God don't blame other things and other people Take full responsibility You did it. I sinned. I have done evil. Because we see here that if your eyes are full of lust. And full of adultery. On and on and on. There's something wrong somewhere. And you need to understand. That you will end up in hell if you have not truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ who will give you the power With your wife to overcome that Be better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where the worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. Now, either uh, Jesus is telling the truth here, or he's telling a lie, and I say that respectfully. I have to say that because most of you people, most of you preachers listening to me, you're not going to preach it because that doesn't that, that kind of preaching not going to bring uh, the money in. It won't put behinds in seats like you want to, because you're more concerned about growth than people going to heaven when they die. And God wants you to preach this too. You can preach it at least once a month, can't you? And by the way, I do believe that all preachers ought to preach the gospel every day. I mean, every time they preach. And in this day and time, you ought to be preaching the gospel in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Your church ministry... Or to have somebody in the pulpit every day until Jesus comes, at this point. Because over 50% of the hirelings, they quit. They've already quit, like I predicted. Those who are truly saved have not even thought about quitting. Quitting. They're fired up and ready to go. Moving right along. So, dear friend, hell is real and hell is hot. You think this is hot? This is air conditioning to the fullest level compared to hell, my dear friend. There won't be any air in in hell. Do not go to hell. You think this is bad, get saved tonight. This is a warning. The heat is on for a reason. God is in control of the weather, contrary to what the weatherman tells you. God is in control of all of this. And I believe he wants you to get a taste of hell because many of you are going there because you're rejecting Jesus Christ. There was a Gallup poll today saying that believing God has gone down dramatically. Thank you, pastors who refuse to preach the word of God. More concerned about vacationing and your money and your salary. You've compromised the word of God. Thank you, preachers. And see, Dr. Tony Evans knows. Like very few other pastors understand. We are the problem. The church, the pulpit, the pastors, the preachers. We have failed God. We have failed Jesus Christ. We have failed the word of God. We have failed God's people. We have failed the family. We have failed the city. We have failed the country. We have failed the world. You might as well admit it. Because you can't get anywhere with God until you acknowledge God is so loving, so loving. If you would allow me to say so meek and so humble and so loving that he's not even, he he doesn't crack down that hard on us as, you know, he's doing it now, but not, I mean, this this is chastisement with a whole lot of mercy. It took God a long time to get to this point. To God, Jesus Christ, a long time to get to this point. Because Jesus is all about, uh, I will give you space to repent. And I gave you people a lot of space. And and many of you thought you were doing church and you were not. You know it now. But dear church member who is not saved, and you know you're not saved. I was a church member. I knew I was not saved. I did not know I was going to hell. If someone had plainly told me that from the Bible, what I just read to you, I would have gotten saved. Way back yonder. But I knew deep down something was wrong. That's why God told me to pray a prayer when I was lost and on my way to hell and I was partying hard and jam jam boogie boogie and very hard. I thought you something was wrong with you, if you didn't wrong with us in our sin and in our eve. That's how twisted my wicked dark mind was. And God gave me a prayer. Lord showed me the light. That's what I prayed as a little boy. I don't know. Only God could have done that. Because I didn't see any of that. Maybe you prayed something like that. Lord I know with all of this mess going on in the church today. Uh, I, 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 these people don't have the light. So Lord you showed me the light. Have you ever prayed a prayer like that? Well God has just showed you the light. All you have to do my dear friend. Is believe in your heart in the lord jesus christ i say to my wife who's here serving in the ministry with me as she has for the past 34 years do not trust in whatever you did in the moravian church in jamaica let it go And believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you the same thing. All the Christian work I did at the Mount Shiloh Baptist Church. The Holiness Church. The Pillar and the Ground of the Truth Church. The Disciples of Christ Choir at the Disciples Church. And on and on and on. Never amounted to anything. I was lost and on my way to hell and I knew it. A lady asked me in my dad's church, after church one Sunday, you're saved, aren't you, son? You're the preacher's son. I said, No ma'am, I'm not saved. Oh yes, you are. You're the you're the pastor's son. Yes, you are. Don't don't say that. Don't claim that I'm not claiming anything. I'm telling you, I'm not saved. I know I'm not saved. Was baptized in the choir, spoke in tongues, shouted, everything. Lost. As a goose in the Kentucky Derby, I was lost. Blind and lost and did not even know I was going to hell. I would have been, listen to me very carefully, listen to me very carefully because here's where many of you are. If I had died one day before December the 19th, 1979, I would have been shocked to this day that I was in burning in hell. Because I was in church. My mother made me go to church. I believe there are millions of people who go to here, they're shocked because they were in church every Sunday. So all you have to do to get saved is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried... And rose on the third day by the power of God for you. Hell is bad news. But I have some good news for you. I've already told you about it. Jesus Christ said the most loving words. The most important words ever said in the history of the world. When he said for God so loved the world. That means you. God loves you. So you, you feel lonely and you feel like nobody loves you your family has forsaken you uh, I, I can tell you a way where you will never feel lonely I can tell you about a man who uh, will never let you feel lonely and everybody can forsake you. you you feel like you got a bunch of friends his name is Jesus well I tried to Get some friends. I tried to get people to like me. Uh, stop trying and believe in Jesus Christ. You have the greatest friend you'll ever find. Believe in him tonight. That he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, for you. That whosoever, red, yellow, black, and white, he, we're all precious in his sight. Whosoever believeth, just believe in him. Believe that he paid your sin debt believe that he suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. That is the gospel. That is the good news. And we have people who are in the news industry now. They want to talk. Well, why don't we have some good news sometime? There's so much bad news. Uh, uh, Let's try to create some good news. Listen, there's no good news outside of Jesus in this world. There's no good news. Little cute, you know, stories about a cat being saved. That's not that's not important, really, in the grand scheme of things. Okay? Uh, the only good news is Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. So b- bad news does not bother me because I have the good news. And if you have the good news and you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, bad news should not bother you because ba- you were born into this world with bad news. You've lived your life. With bad news. And there's more bad news now than ever. Believe in the good news. And get saved. And you'll have good news in you for the rest of your life. On into eternity. Whosoever believeth in him. Who? Jesus Christ. Should not perish. That means you will not perish in hell. You're going to die. So it's not talking about that. It means perish in hell forever. But have everlasting life. Meaning you're going to go to heaven when you die. With God, with Jesus, with the saints, and with the angels. And guess what? Yes, God wants you to be there. Believe that. Okay? Me? Yes, God wants you there. <coughs> as wicked and evil and ungodly as I am, yes. But I'm a whore. God wants you there. I'm a monger. God wants you there. I'm a homosexual. God wants you there. Not as a homosexual. He wants you to get saved and believe in Jesus and repent. Same thing for the whoremonger and the whore. I'm in jail right now. God wants you there. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart to save your soul today, and he will. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven to be with God. Uh, Dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who paid for your sins who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God. Pray and ask him to save you. I'll be glad to lead you in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, on this Friday night in June 2022. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I admit that I have done evil in your sight many times. I have broken your Ten Commandments and I am guilty before you And I deserve to die and go to hell. And I do not deserve to go to heaven. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. My failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart that... Your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit, and help me to truly repent of my sins, and help me to turn from my wicked ways, and to follow you in the new life, in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friends, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Uh, Now, dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you to help you to grow in the faith, and be the Christian that God wants you to be. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to resume the standing between the living and the dead service. Where we left off, already in progress. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing. Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 11 through 20. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all of the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. Shall we pray holy father God we praise you and we thank you for your holy word Thank you Lord for uh, The prophetic monologue Thank you Lord for Giving me a mind to preach your holy gospel uh, right from the uh, get-go and Lord we thank you now for your holy word that has blessed our hearts our minds our souls and our spirits. As always, help us to be not only hearers of your Holy Word, but doers. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and uh, to the standing between the living and the dead. Service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Daily Reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 567, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version. Each day, well, hold on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, we just read The Holy Bible. There must be a malfunction. Pardon me. Moving right along, we're going to move to the family verses, what I call the family verses, our family segment, where we are on day number three in Ephesians chapter six, verses one through three. What's beautiful about the family verses found in Ephesians chapter five? In chapter 6 is that God speaks to everybody in the family. God uses commandments, uh, not suggestions or advice or little tools or little kits, or little keys and all of that foolishness that we have created. And uh, let me just say something to uh, our sisters who think that they somehow have authority over men. There's a whole lot of this going on today where women are telling men how to be husbands and fathers and all of that. May I say to you, and I know this is going to uh, put another nail in my coffin, so to speak, as... Uh, There are many women who uh, hate my guts because I believe that God wants men to be in charge and the men ought to be instructing their wives. We have a whole lot of uh, women today who want to be pastors and ministers and all of that. And that's well and fine and dandy as long as they are... do that over women, not over men. You're out of place when you do that. So may I encourage you, women, uh, who want to serve in the church and be ministers and all of that, uh, you uh, keep your focus. And if you would do this, you would be a great blessing to the church. You know why George Myers is so mightily used of God is because this is where she focuses her attention. Uh, she knows that the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems in the church, is not only sorry men, but sorry women. And you need to really focus your attention, those of you who want to teach somebody, on wives and mothers. So now this is the reason why. Uh, their pastor's wives and uh, Other women in the church so-called pastors and ministers are mad at me and They would love to see My wife and I get a divorce. They would love to see our family broken up uh, And they're doing their best to try to push that But I'm just telling you the truth You would help the families of the world, the families in the church, more by doing your job and teach younger women how to be godly, Christian women, wives, and mothers. With that said, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Uh, By the way, make sure you stay home and teach your own children. Because the 18 years will go by like a dream. And and here's what's going to happen to you. Instead of focusing on loving and caring for and kissing the boo-boos of your children and being there with them 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. uh, uh, If you don't do that, the 18, 20, 22 years are going to blow by. And it's all going to be a blur. And uh, if you don't rise to the occasion, you're going to miss them. You're not going to know them, and they're not going to know you, and they're going to have a bitterness in their hearts towards you. So you you need to stay home and teach your children that. Number two, honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. And that's what children ought to do, obey their parents and honor their parents. And if they do that, God will bless them tremendously. I know that while my oldest uh, daughters were with me they were that way and God has blessed them tremendously. And God will bless your life if you have the right heart and attitude and spirit towards your parents. Now let's pray for other families those families that are saved and those families that are not and those families that are mixed I believe we have more mixed saved and lost families than what we think. Let's pray and close out this service. Holy Father God in heaven we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ thank you for a magnificent glorious service Longer than usual And Lord we pray tonight for the salvation of all people in every family and we pray that Lord you will introduce them to your holy word To and to help them obey your holy word regarding family life We pray for all people who name the name of Christ and who say that they are Christians lord that that you would revive them again and help them to go back to your holy word and holy father god we pray for the salvation of the lost for the revival of the saved for the healing of the sick for the comfort of the grieving in the morning around the world and lord we pray for a few by name uh who have been impacted by the coronavirus we pray for the family and friends of Missouri resident, Joe Ham. We pray for the families who are losing our family members even today to the coronavirus plague. We pray for the family and friends of South Carolina resident, Carla Grimm. We pray for the family and friends of Idaho resident, Eula Maureen Ugalde. We pray for the family and friends of New York, resident Christiana Maria Foster, we pray for the family and friends of Mexico resident Cesar Mario Sergio, and Holy Father God, we pray for uh, all who are in the Ministry of Government, from the President of the United States all the way around to all other national leaders, local leaders, police officers, sheriffs. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that, Lord, you would uh, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving and mourning, and we pray Lord, for the families in your and in Buffalo and around the world, in the church uh, and in the city in Alabama, the church shooting last night. Lord, it's a tragedy for people. It is a tragedy for people to make it to 80-something years old and then die sitting in church. Lord, we know uh, there's a devil loose protect your people. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all of your Christian people, including us. Protect us from persecution. Grant us your grace in our, for our uh, trying times and also for our dying times. And Holy Father God, we pray for uh, everybody on the prowess, in the past, the present, and we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all, and Lord, all of the people that we've ever prayed for, and we pray for a few by name, and we pray the same blessings upon them. Marie. Please place the blood of Jesus Christ and strongest angelic protection over her life. Deliver her neighborhood from gangs, witchcraft, and the occult. Help her to overcome and to recover from the damage caused by storms and tornadoes. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for Patrick. Deliver him from putting things before you please save his soul and give him assurance of his salvation we pray lord for tammy please bless her with her own house we pray lord for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry uh, in the thousands and we pray for a few by name help all of them to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith we pray for christy Love, confidence, Zach, Joe. We pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to Christ, for Lori, Comfort, Juan, Carla, Mary, and others. We commit them all into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in our lives as well. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute joy, privilege, and blessing to be with you tonight. And I have just been reminded by my baby daughter that I'm not done. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast. This is episode number 583. Psalm 6511 is the passage that the Prince of Preachers chose for us today in this great devotional. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy paths drop fatness. Many are the paths of the Lord which drop fatness, but an especial one is the path of prayer. Amen, somebody, the path of prayer. No believer who is, pardon me, much in the closet, pardon me, will have need to cry. My leanness, my leanness, woe unto me. Starving souls live at a distance from the mercy seat and become like the parched fields in times of drought. Prevalence with God in wrestling prayer is sure to make the believer strong and happy. Spurgeon said strong if not happy. I changed it. Strong and happy. The nearest place to the gate of heaven is the throne of the heavenly grace. The throne of grace, beloved, that God has invited us to, and he was very sincere. Even though we should feel unworthy, he he wants us to come boldly to the throne of grace. Much alone, and you will have much assurance. Little alone with Jesus, your religion will be shallow, polluted, with many doubts, fears, and tears, and not sparkling with the joy of the Lord. Since the soul, and by the way, that's another sign of that you need to be concerned about when you're dealing with people they, they, they never have any joy they never have any peace these people are not saved people you need to examine yourself and see whether or not you are saved you never have any joy you never have any peace uh, there's no happiness in your heart you don't even enjoy the blessings that god bestows on you and there's something else that you need to look out for there's something wrong When God wants to do something for you and try to help you and you refuse it, that's demonic, people. When you have a family member or you have somebody over you and they are trying to help you and you refuse it, there's something demonic about that. There's something wrong. Uh, You need to examine yourself and maybe you need to examine them and see whether or not they be saved Seriously, something's wrong. No, no joy ever. No peace ever. You're always worried about uh, Everything forever. You're always looking down in the middle distance somewhere thinking that something's going to good is going to happen to you and a whole lot of good things are happening to you right now and can happen if you knew the Lord Anyway, since the soul-enriching path of prayer is open to the very, very weakest saint, since no high attainments are required, since you are not bidden to come because you are an advanced saint, but freely invited if you be a saint at all by the grace of God. See to it, dear friend, that you are often... In the way of private devotion. Be much on your knees, for so Elijah drew the rain upon famished Israel's fields. There is another special path dropping with fatness to those who walk therein. It is the secret walk of communion with God through Jesus Christ. Oh, the delights of fellowship, with Jesus. Earth hath no words which can set forth the holy calm of that communion with Jesus. That peace, even in the midst of trouble. That peace and that joy, even in the midst of betrayal. And when family members and friends forsake you, that peace that passes all understanding. That joy, that calm, deep down. By the way, have you ever heard from the champions how that you see them play so well and so fast, but they will tell you, especially Steph Curry being a Christian, how God will slow things down for you. It's like you doing it in slow motion. Like you saw some of this last night. For those of you who watched the game, I saw the highlights because I told you I don't watch whole games anymore since Michael Jordan is not playing, but that's another thing. Okay? And, um, but you saw this. The game, it was like he was playing with them. Hey, did you see this? You see the highlights? And I've I never, I, I don't recall seeing him play like this. It's like it was all orchestrated by God. He did repeatedly stuff professional basketball players flying in the air, and he holding the ball down here. He went for them to fly away so he could shoot that peel, Okay? I mean, he did that five or six or seven times. I've seen him do it before, but not that many times. It's like the game slowed down for him. Uh, And all champions, they, they, they say that, Gretzky. They go into another dimension, Michael Jordan, Steph Curry, and they're playing fast and, and, and furious to us, but it's just all coolness and calmness and everything. There's an inner peace, and they just shoot that pill and, and make it look so easy. Brady, same way. <clears throat> anyway, that's how it is for a Christian. A whole lot of hell can be going on around him, but he's sitting there in complete peace and joy. People betraying him, family members turning against Him, people who used to be your friend, not your friend anymore, uh, uh, debts are high, money low, and you just keep on praying and staying centered on Jesus, and He gives you a peace that passes all understanding and a joy unspeakable, and then also will tell you what to do. You know who my greatest advisor has uh, been for 42 years plus? Jesus, God. He's the best lawyer, the best friend ever, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Holy calm. Holy calm of a soul leaning on Jesus' bosom. That's what it's all about. Few Christians understand it. They live in the lowlands and seldom climb to the top of Mount Nebo. They live in the outer court They enter not the holy place. They take not up the privilege of the priesthood. Priesthood. At a distance they see the sacrifice, but they sit not down with the priest. The priest to eat thereof and to enjoy the fat of the burnt offering. Dear friend, sit thou ever under the shadow of Jesus. Come up to that palm tree and take hold of the branches thereof. Let thy beloved be unto thee as the apple tree among the trees of the garden, of the wood. And thou shalt be satisfied As with marrow and fatness. O Jesus, visit us with thy salvation. Glory be to God, shall we pray. Holy Father God, I cannot thank you enough for this magnificent time of your presence, your blessing, and your power. And Lord, (coughs) pardon me, Lord, as you know, I didn't plan any of this. Uh, In my mind, Lord, was to make it short and sweet. And this has been the longest service this week. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. For all of it is due your name. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray, help your people who are yours, who are born again and saved. Some of them may be very lonely to pray without ceasing and to keep their hearts and minds stayed on You. Keep them, Lord, in perfect peace. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. As the music plays, I'll fly away. Let's all stand for our closing prayer. Lord, we praise You and we thank You so much for what You have done, for what You're doing, and for what You will do. Lord, I pray that You will be with us throughout the night. Let Your will be done thwart and stop all evil uh, plots and plans. And Lord, help everybody to pray without ceasing. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends.